Hi friends, welcome to the Psyche Mental Wellbeing Podcast with me, your host, Hannah. On the show, I'm joined each episode by an amazing guest to have an honest conversation, share our real life experiences and tackle stigma and misconceptions around mental health along the way. We believe that everyone would benefit from focusing a little more on their mental well-being, and we're here to support you to do just that. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope you enjoy the show. Hi, friends, and welcome back. Happy, oh, no, not quite April, getting carried away. (laughs) We're just uh, end of March, and um, what can I say? Enjoying slightly slightly brighter weather but it's funny we've uh, as I said the other day we'd hit that year since we've been in lockdown and I don't know about you but I definitely have felt it um the last few weeks have been difficult to motivate myself to to do the things that I know are beneficial and I've been in this weird space <laughs> where I know that I am um, eating more chocolate than I would like to well in some ways would like to and and not making the most health conscious choices and I'm aware of it but I'm still doing it um and I think really that's something about that's how I'm feeling at the moment and that's kind of where I'm at but I feel like I'm I'm coming through that and coming to the end of that period and that actually now I feel more in the headspace to to kind of go back to some of the things that help me to make more conscious choices. And I feel that I'm really missing exercise. It's a big thing with my own mental health journey and something that I'm really feeling the effects of not having at the moment. So that's kind of me, where I'm at. <laughs> but we have a really fun conversation today on mind-body mastery and internal martial arts which is something that I have not heard that phrase before this conversation um and something that has really been helping me it's it's not an internal martial art in the same way but that idea of incorporating mindfulness and breath and movement um with my yoga practice and really being present and centered in myself and not just going through the motions um but it's a really enjoyable conversation with Dane who is with us today so um I really hope that you enjoy this conversation uh, and I'll be back super quickly at the end. Hi everyone and I'm really happy to welcome Dane to the podcast as our guest this week. So Dane, welcome and if you could tell us a little bit about yourself that would be great. Sure, thank you Hannah. It's great to be having this conversation. I love having the chance to talk about martial arts and mind-body mastery, the things that I most like to geek out about. Awesome. And um, yeah, I, I kind of have two questions that immediately spring to mind. One is, we'll start with first one, uh, which martial arts are you um, involved with training in? Uh, well, that's a great question. I'll say internal martial arts. For those who are familiar with the distinction between internal martial arts and external martial arts. I actually have experience in a wide variety of martial arts, internal and external, but the martial arts that I that I do these days and that I teach would be classified as internal. And could you go over the distinction between internal and external for us? Well, external martial arts are what most people think of as martial arts. The 
emphasis is on physical fitness, calisthenics, jumping around, kicking high, back flips, all that kind of stuff. And internal martial arts, the emphasis is on meditative awareness and sensitivity and paying attention to what's going on inside the body. Awesome. Awesome. And so then my second question then was, what is a mind-body mastery coach? What does that mean to to kind of, I don't know, master the mind-body? Well, it means mastering both the inner approach and the outer approach. For example, if the goal is to reduce stress, the inner approach to that is practices like breath work, meditation, exercise, things that make the body more resilient and more resistant to stress that increase your capacity to handle stress. The external approach is setting up systems in your life to solve the problems that are causing you stress. Awesome. And so they're obviously quite complementary. You're sort of working on the stress, but obviously trying to reduce it. So you're not always responding to what's happening um, in that build of stress. Exactly. They're totally complementary. It's not one in favor of the other. They both have to be applied to make progress. Mm. So I'd love to talk about how you do that application, how you can get to this point where you have some level of mastery over them. And if it's even possible to, to achieve kind of complete mastery, if you like, over the mind and body. Well, we would need to talk about definition uh, in order to answer that question, is it really possible? But um, uh, we can certainly talk about proficiency and, mm-hmm. and expertise. And I mean, what I consider to be mastery in, in terms of this is, is like eight out of 10 on a one to 10 scale. It doesn't mean that everything is a perfect 10 all the time, but it means that most of the time your, your default setting is in the eight to 10 range, which means life is pretty good most of the time. And when it's not so good, you have the resources and the skills to adjust course. Hmm. I think that's a, a great point to be aiming for just generally, because I think quite often we can get t- caught up in that trying to be perfect, which isn't really achievable. And I, I guess in that other two out of 10 bit, there's a lot of life lessons that you can learn from that process. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if you could share with us how we can develop a level of proficiency then in, in those, how we can start to connect and maybe start with the internal. So in terms of developing proficiency, one of the most important aspects is a personal daily mind-body energetic hygiene practice. This is something that I consider to be a fundamental need that all human beings have that many of us are not meeting for ourselves, but we need this just like we need sleep and water and micronutrients, vitamins and minerals. It's not a, an optional luxury to take care of yourself in this way, but it's actually a necessity in that if you, if you aren't doing this, then you'll long-term your health will suffer in various ways. The symptoms may show up sooner or they may show up later, but they will show up eventually in some form or another. And so what would that 
or do you have any recommendations for what we could add into that daily um i like that you called it a hygiene <laughs> practice for ourselves well mind body practice consists broadly of exercise breath work and meditation and these are all things individually that people have known for a long time are really good for you in terms of reducing stress and and physical and mental well-being and a lot of people a lot of people that i run into certainly express the the sentiment that oh i'd love to be doing this more i'd love to be exercising or i need to be meditating i i should be uh, doing these things because they they know that they want the benefits but they just haven't started doing it yet what i consider to be the ideal mind body practice is one that combines exercise breath work and meditation into a single activity that's what i consider to be a balanced mind body practice and is there a particular thing that embodies all of those um, so that we can we can get that well as a matter of fact there is it's called qigong which means energy work it's one of the three primary branches of traditional chinese medicine there's acupuncture herbology and qigong and qigong is solo energy cultivation so qigong is fundamentally a healing modality it's solo exercise that combines exercise breath work and meditation into a single activity and it's fundamentally a healing modality but it has three primary branches itself which are martial qigong medical qigong and spiritual qigong medical qigong the emphasis is on health wellness and longevity martial qigong the emphasis is on strengthening the body and performance enhancement and spiritual qigong the emphasis is on cultivating higher states of awareness but all three of these are based on the same foundation which is the two first principles and the three regulations the two first principles are the non-exertion principle which says don't force don't strain don't overexert don't try too hard and the pleasure principle which says do it so that it feels good enjoy your practice in other words stay within the limits of where your body is comfortable and then the three regulations are body regulation, breath regulation, and mind regulation, i.e. exercise, breath work, and meditation. So all the, the forms of Qigong have the three regulations in common. And in fact, what most people, uh, what I, when I referred earlier to internal martial arts, internal martial arts are all forms of martial Qigong. And Tai Chi is is probably the most well-known one although there are others there there are other internal martial arts but but what most people think of is tai chi i.e old people in pajamas moving slowly in the park early in the morning that's kind of what qigong looks like essentially and tai chi is is essentially a form of of martial qigong awesome thank you for that that uh, explanation and I, I love the um the two bits, so, so they're not trying too hard and having that enjoyment. And I think, you know, if for ourselves we're starting to think, oh, I need to exercise, I need to meditate, I need to do that stuff, I think sometimes we can go 
too much in that you know, should have we push ourselves too far maybe with exercise or we're not enjoying it and that makes it really difficult to stick with and it sounds like those two principles kind of make it something that actually becomes an enjoyable part of your life as well as being beneficial exactly that's that's absolutely right and it's part of what makes it work it it's it's the sort of thing that you can get addicted to and it results in a pull process rather than a push process you do it just once for five minutes and you go hey that feels good i think i'll do a little bit more and pretty soon it's the sort of thing that you want to do every day because it feels good and you don't want to skip it just like you wouldn't want to skip taking a shower or any anything else that that you really uh, get used to enjoying the benefits of and that's part of what makes it work if you push yourself too hard you are negating the benefits if you if you experience and push through pain you're you're doing it wrong those are the first two principles because they are a necessary component of enjoying the benefits of the practice mm, awesome so if um people are listening and thinking well that sounds amazing i need to i need to try this out for myself how would you recommend they they get started is there anything that they can can just try for themselves or is it a sort of having to find um a coach or a teacher that kind of thing well yes there certainly are ways to get started and there's actually a resource that i created for this specific purpose but first i think it will be helpful to talk about why people aren't doing something like this already Mm -hmm. because as i said before I encounter a lot of people who say they want to be doing these things, but they're not. And it's not a matter of convincing people or changing people's minds, you know, convincing them that this is good for them. Things like exercise and meditation, which people have known about for a long time and, and uh, breath work, which is, uh, is becoming more, moving more into popular consciousness as something as, as a whole modality in its own right for, stress reduction, performance enhancement, health and wellness. So the the question then is uh, why, if people want to be doing this, why aren't they already doing this? Because I could just throw another resource out there, you know, but uh, knowing about something is one thing, actually taking action is another. And when it comes to all of these things, one thing that, that gets in the way is two things we've already mentioned. One is is perfectionism. In other words, it's got to be perfect or I'm not going to do it at all. And, and that's something that stops a lot of people. So if you uh, allow yourself to be a beginner, know it's going to be sloppy, messy, maybe not perfect at first. You're not going to know everything at first. Uh, allow yourself to experience it with a beginner's mind and, and be okay with, with being wherever you are and not needing it to be perfect. And then the second one is the fear that it's going to be hard or difficult or painful it's going to take a lot of discipline you're going to have to push yourself and you, you just have to do it to discover that it's really not it's uh it's something that you you do a little bit and it feels good so you want to do it some more and pretty soon it's something you don't want to skip because it, it just feels that good and if, and you know if you didn't if you skipped it you would miss it you wouldn't you wouldn't feel as good for the rest of the day and then with meditation in particular there are a few common things that get in the way one of which is the idea that you you have to sit still and this is actually very hard for some people people have a very hard time sitting still well the great news is you actually don't have to sit still to meditate with qigong you're meditating while you're moving 
and breathing and you're moving around and it's great. So that actually is makes it uh, a, a bit easier to get into for people who have that difficulty. So what I created specifically, uh, oh, and, and the other uh, fear with exercise is you have to work really hard. You have to, you have to break a sweat and, and you have to run five miles or lift weights or do something like that. And, and actually, uh, you can get a lot of benefit from very gentle exercise, mm. especially if it's consistent and especially if you're sedentary already, which I know a lot of people are. If you're, if you're not meditating, then doing something is better than nothing. If you're not already moving consistently, if you don't already have an uh, exercise practice of some kind, then even just doing a little bit a gentle movement is hugely beneficial. So what I created to help people get into this is called, it's a, it's a group on Facebook called the seven day Qigong non-challenge. And it's called the non-challenge because it's designed to be so easy. There can be no excuse not to try it and, and not to complete it because you can do anything for seven days. And if you, if you're on Facebook, you can look the group up, you can find it there. And it is just a series of videos or 15 and 20 minutes are designed to watch once per day, watch and follow along once per day for seven days. And my bet is that after doing this for seven days, you'll be hooked and you won't want to stop. And there's, and there's more where that come from, came from if you, if you want to keep going. But the challenge, the non-challenge is just to try it for seven days, see how it feels if you have been looking for something like this, if you wanted to start an exercise habit, you wanted to start a meditation habit, or you just are looking for something to help get you out of whatever funk you might happen to be in, this is there for you. Hmm. Awesome. And, and yeah, I think it's a great way. Um, as you were saying, some of the blocks for people can be that perfectionism or knowing how to start. And I guess if it's, you know, it's just seven days, just try it out and then see how you feel. And, and like you said, that, um, sure people will feel the, the benefit from it. Before we move on to my set questions, I wonder if you have a kind of final thought that you want to share with us around stress reduction, internal martial arts, mind-body mastery, uh, or just life in general. Well, I guess the overarching thought would be, if you're not doing this already, you need to be. And if you, if you are not doing it, you'll have symptoms of some kind showing up. Maybe, maybe there'll be physical symptoms, maybe there'll be emotional symptoms, but if, if somebody came to me and had anything going on, whatever the issue was, whether it's stress or, or whether it's fatigue or, or, or depression or anything, whatever it is, I'd say, okay, well, how is your mind-body practice, your personal daily mind-body practice? Is that going good? If so, great. If not, well, that's where we got to start because it's not so much that this is a specific cure for a specific symptom as much as it is that when the tide comes in all the boats rise if just like if you if you weren't getting all your vitamins and minerals you you would have symptoms showing up and and some of those symptoms you know there's we have a name for that disease if you're deficient in this thing but really it's just that you're not getting something that you need so if you if you're not doing this symptoms are on their way to you um, and, uh, and they may already be there. So the, the solution, the best time to have started 
is 20 years ago and the next best time is now. Mm. Awesome. Thank you for that, Dane. And I would uh, yeah, love to hear your thoughts on my set questions that I ask everyone that, that comes on. And uh, the first one is what brings you joy in your life? Doing Kung Fu with kids is something that brings me a great deal of joy. I love training with kids because they learn fast and tire slowly. <laughs> yes, they have an amazing amount of energy, don't they? <laughs> Um, I've recently um, started Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and the coach was saying once the kids start and they get their their gi, they, they don't want to take it off when they get home. They're like, this is it. I'm like a superhero now. And it's a really, I think it's um, an amazing thing for children to learn. And and I guess the internal martial arts as well as the external um, will be really beneficial for children as well. Almost all kids are are at least slightly interested in martial arts at some age yeah so then my next question is what makes life meaningful for you oh i think i mean i my, my answer could be the same <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, often it's very similar for some people and often not which is always fun um and it's it's not it's not just that it's not only one thing certainly the having having an impact with my work and, 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 and also seeing the, the healing and the transformation that takes place in people when they adopt a mind body practice, people, people that I've taught people that I've trained with. And I know I can't take credit for it because this stuff has been around for thousands of years and it's just, you know, it's built into the universe. I didn't invent it, but, but it's, it's really, gratifying to to see someone who is not able to balance on on one leg develop that ability for example or, or somebody who has um has uh pain in their in their shoulder from an old injury that that just has been there for years and finally goes away um those kinds of things are are are, are really meaningful to me mm, yeah awesome so um, my next two questions are around our kind of overarching topic on the podcast. Um, and so the first one is, what does mental wellness mean to you? Well, I think any kind of answer to this has to acknowledge the three dimensions of human development, which are cleaning up, growing up, and waking up. And the they could roughly be classified as emotional, intellectual, and spiritual dimensions. So overall, I would say well-being means that mental well-being means that a person is well, is not only well in all of those dimensions, but uh, also fairly equally developed. In other words, it's possible to be highly developed in one dimension and, and not highly developed in the other. So a person could, for example, be very developed in intellectually in the growing up dimension, meaning the ability to take on and handle responsibility in the adult world. They may be uh, they they may be very wealthy or powerful, and and be very undeveloped on the emotional dimension, the the cleaning up dimension, or in the spiritual dimension, the waking up dimension. And, and likewise, somebody could be very advanced in waking up and, and very unadvanced in, in growing up and all kinds of combinations. So full human development needs to take place 
somewhat equally in, in all three dimensions so that the individual doesn't get uh, severely out of balance. Yeah, awesome for that. Yeah, I love the uh, cleaning up, growing up and waking up. That's a great way of um, sort of conceptualizing the, those areas. And so then my follow-up question is always for yourself, how you look after your mental well-being. So how, kind of how you maintain it for yourself. Personal, daily, mind-body, energetic hygiene practice. There you go. <laughs> Uh, Fab, so then my my next question is sometimes a challenge, um, but we'll see. And usually a challenge, not a non-challenge for people. Um, But uh, (laughs) are you um, able to describe your own mindset? Uh, Could you be more specific? No, (laughs) because it's really whatever whatever comes to you. And it's deliberately vague to just, you know, see what it brings up for you. Uh, I guess... I mean, I, I can if you <laughs> like me to be more specific, but to describe my mindset, I uh, I like the terms conditional optimism and monistic. Mm-hmm. Awesome, yeah. It's a it's a, a fun question to ask because uh, people come up with all kinds of different ways of describing their mindset, which is always really interesting. Um, and that leads us on to the next question, which is my favorite one to ask because we like to give people who are listening um, practical ideas of things they can try out. And I know we've already covered a lot of things with the, the mind-body daily practice, um, which I'm sure maybe will, <laughs> will come up again. But uh, if you could leave us with one to three top tips of things that you would recommend that we put in place in our life that is going to have a big impact, what would you suggest for us? Well, number one would be, if you don't already have it, have a clear goal and a plan for getting there and be consistently moving towards it. If that is not in place in your life, all kinds of other things will be messed up. And number two would be if you don't already have a personal daily mind, body, energetic hygiene practice and establish one. If that is not in place in your life, all kinds of other things will be messed up. Third might be to recognize that you get to create the reality you live in from the inside out by choosing the thoughts you think. Awesome. Thank you for for all of those. Um, And then my my very last question is where people can find you if they want to connect with you. Um, And you mentioned your Facebook group, if you can remind us of that as well, just where people can find you. Yeah, Facebook is a good way to connect with me. You can find me on Facebook. I'm pretty sure I'm the only Dane Dormio in the world. And the group is called the 7-Day Qigong Non-Challenge. Awesome. And we'll absolutely link in the show notes so people can find you easily from there as well. Thank you so much, Dane, for joining us today. And I'm definitely going to check out your group and check out Qigong and see see what it's about um because something that I've I've heard of but don't really know a huge amount of, about and haven't tried it so um you've definitely inspired me to think of my own daily mind body practice so thank you so much awesome that's great to hear so thank you again to Dane and thanks also to Hannah who joined us last Wednesday um, I normally do a thank you at the beginning um mixing up today and I just want to share something else about um, what's been happening in my week I've mentioned before that I've been doing this transformational life coaching diploma and 
I've just had the final weekend of the the kind of taut material and it is uh it has been a journey such amazing content such powerful tools that I'm really excited to bring into my coaching practice to support my clients with and there have definitely been tears from me this weekend with being able to explore some really profound emotional stuff and feel some big shifts um so if you are interested in working with a coach and you want to find out more about working with me um if you head on over to our website www.psykehe.co.uk or connect with us on social media at psyche coaching um and i can tell you more about that but short and sweet uh, this week i always say it's gonna be short never is today it is quite short and sweet if you've enjoyed this please rate review and subscribe And as always, please do take care of yourself, be kind to yourself, and we'll be back on Wednesday with another episode. Bye for now. 